should be like my best friend stays far but if my if my child gets a fever at night i can do this remotely From the Innovation Village, this is episode 29 of my Village podcast, produced through the Next Wave program under the Young Africa Works strategy in partnership with the Mastercard Foundation. And I'm your host, Pauline Achanawing. Many Ugandans are experiencing significant problems due to healthcare costs in terms of physical access, lack of access to affordable healthcare insurance, and high costs that discourage them from seeking health care. For us to achieve positive transformation in the healthcare sector, a number of issues need to be reconsidered, and these include addressing financial barriers and physical access. Efforts have been made by a number of people in the private sector to cater to the gaps in the healthcare system. Afro Health Connect a digital medical platform that offers mobile medical services, especially for the chronically ill, is one of the enterprises in the health sector striving to address issues in the health sector. Hilda Koryang, a clinician who runs it, will today be shedding light on the work they do. Hi, Colleen. Hi, Hilda. How are you? I'm okay, just tired, but I'm okay. <laughs> I can't imagine. Somebody warned me, told me that check is very busy. <laughs> Who warned you? Who told you? <laughs> uh, I, when I spoke to Vanessa, she said, but she's very busy getting her. <laughs> and then also when I spoke to then Linda, uh, our writer also spoke to you. She said, but she's a very busy person. I don't know how you'll get her. I said, anyway, let me just try. <laughs> yeah, but I, may, I can make time. Anyway, good to have you. We are having a phone interview due to lockdown restrictions. I hope you will be able to hear me clearly. Let's start with who you are and what Afro Health Connect is. Mm. Okay, mm. so... Um, so I'm Hilda Koryang. I'm a clinician by profession. And I'm also um, in medical school, uh, finishing um, MBCHP program. So I'm an MBCHP candidate. Uh, so mm. that I'm practicing. I'm a practicing clinician, and mm. I'm now running um, Afro Health Connect, which is a social um, enterprise. Mm. Uh, at AfroHealth, we uh, offer medical services online, so it's digital health social enterprise. Uh, mm. We also do home care services, and we're targeting people with chronic illnesses at the moment uh, because uh, they're the ones who are really at high risk of so many things. It's not just COVID. Uh, these people uh, do not like long lines in hospitals. And they're always, mm. uh, they just want a com- uh, the service or the comfort of their home or office. And then they, it's the chronic illnesses are the leading causes of death worldwide at the moment. So mm. we try to target that group. And uh, it's not only uh, people with chronic illnesses, of course, if you call us and you need and you have malaria or you have typhoid or any other illness, we attend to you because it's, it's a digital health. Uh, 
um, it's it, away in the healthcare industry. So and it's broad. Mm. So we can't say no uh, to you if if you want a COVID test, for example. So mm. yeah. So um, oh, so you so you're also doing tests at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're doing COVID tests. And how much are your tests? Uh, the rapid test is eighty thousand. We use Abbott, mm. the American brand. Uh, mm. Then we do PCR test at two hundred and fifty thousand. So we partner for the PCR since there are about fifteen labs in Uganda doing PCR tests. So um, uh, AfriHealth really has uh, partnerships with the hospitals and labs. So we use Macquarie Lab. Uh, we also use Lancet um, for other um, other other labs uh, that we 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 were that we would do for a patient so mm. we we really thrive um uh, through partnerships because at the moment we don't have our own facility so mm. um yeah so we use uh we leverage those partnerships kudos to your team for taking the initiative especially to care for the chronically ill it's true they are high risk say asthma and diabetes patients while for others, comfort is key. I know a number of cancer patients who prefer the comfort of home care. Hilda, what is the inspiration behind AfroHealth Connect? Um, so I, where I come from, I come from Karamoja. I'm a Karamojo. Oh, wow. and, uh, I was wondering <laughs> the name Korean, Korean. And I'm like, where is this from? <laughs> you know? Yes. It's a beautiful Thank name. Thank you so much. So, what does it mean? Uh, Great woman of battle. That's what my mom told wow. me. That's, that's what it means. So when I wake up mm, and, uh, and I remember what my name means, I'm like, oh, I'm going to the battlefield. It's COVID. I have to I do have great. To do great. <laughs> <laughs> In the battlefield. Yes. Yeah. So, being, uh, um, so hailing from Karmoja, um, I grew up seeing my mom kind of uh, struggling to treat us at home. You know, she mm. used to do home care for us because... Was she a nurse? No, or? she wasn't medical at all. Actually, mm. uh, when I tell the story, I'm like, oh my God, I'm actually saying this out loud. My mom was not medical, but she was doing home care for us. She had a best friend who was a nurse. So, uh, uh-huh. yeah, so I've, I grew up seeing her do this, offer medical service um, mm. for, for us because she couldn't really maybe have it, uh, yeah, how she, like the quality medical service at the, at the hospital. Um, because um, probably because they're congested or she didn't want her kids to pick up infection. And then she mm. wanted to know when I need the help, when I need care, I need to have it. And I need to be able to get in touch with someone remotely. My best friend mm. stays, should mm. should be like, my best friend stays far. But if, mm-hmm. my, if my child gets a fever at night, I can do this what remotely. What do I do? You see, it was a long time yes. ago because I was just growing up, but I would see how innovative she was as mm. someone was far and then she would coordinate care remotely through mm. just the local phones those days, those big phones, mm. you know, Nokia's and stuff. Um, yes. So that, like, I, so I remember that vividly. So that kind of inspired me. And then, because uh, I, I grew up from there, so you find that, Access to care is really, really hard. And, um, In Karaboja, yes. Yes, it's really, really hard. So we have one of the highest um, maternal mortality rates, child mortality rates mm. is also high. 
So because access to care is hard, um, uh, going to a hospital is like you have to walk maybe 20 kilometers, right? And uh, mm. maybe there's no means of transport. So I was like, okay, how do we bring healthcare closer to people? Mm. So, uh, you know, innovation, it's not so much about um, just thinking too far. You look at your experience, mm -hmm. you look at your surrounding, your environment, and you think, okay, how can I make this better? How can I improve yes. something? And then you mm. just remember your experience, and that is how ideas actually uh, come. It, it, it's not mm. like that's, it's that, not that's too very, far from the moon. It's, it's right not, there with that's you. That's true. Mm. Yeah, so that's uh, that's what inspired me. So, so that's mm. that 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 in, that influenced you to start thinking uh, Afro health. Exactly. In the wake of COVID, there has been a need to reinvent our approach to service delivery, especially in the health sector. Of what impact has COVID had on your operations? Okay. Um, so, uh, f first of all, uh, those for them, they just. Uh, mm. getting to know how important digital health and home care is for us we've mm. been here i mean uh, since last the last year the, the the lockdown so when covid went down medical centers and hospitals were not doing this yeah so they were not yes. really um thinking about oh by the way monitoring a patient remotely is a thing right so mm. uh, for us it's like it's been that is the business model right so we don't mm. even have to we just have to kind of um accelerate growth to make sure we make it more efficient for our patients in our community mm. uh so um so this pandemic you know a crisis is really good it makes you think better and faster so that you can scale up and um you can you you can go to the market and disrupt the existing enterprises right mm. the, the existing um w w so you you find that uh since we have been here for a long time it's no new this is our business model this is what we do with or mm. without pandemic it's what we do it's digital it's help. what you do we, rem we monitor you remotely we come to your home we come to your office anywhere you are even if you're at the road we just come to you we get an ambulance for you if we can't manage um if we can't offer tertiary care service we partner with the tertiary care center to provide the mm. service we can't provide because we leverage partnerships mm. for that so you find that mm. we're providing all the everything you need even if we're not giving you we're not the ones giving you the ambulance we don't have it but we have partners yes. who can provide when you need it most like at that time how big is your team and how have you used social media platforms to ease your work um at the moment we're five it's, oh, it's five. a team of five yeah okay. it's only one person who is not a te technical she's uh, um she she did international business and Okay. Yeah, international relations. So mm. uh, everyone else is uh, um, a medical practitioner. So mm. that's how big the team is. And uh, we also um, make sure um, um, we we maintain that we we have a we have the Afro Health uh, community 
right now mm. we have a full WhatsApp group that is full, like about 260 something, the maximum of WhatsApp, 260, some 257 people. So mm. in that WhatsApp group, mm. we help educate people. We want the right information, the right medical information to go viral because we see that it goes viral on WhatsApp, right? It's not like mm. a Zoom where you do a PowerPoint presentation and PowerPoint presentation is are not going viral. It's these little messages, yeah, yes. that are going viral. So we are using that same strategy to fight fake news and misinformation. So we're, mm. we've now kind of, we kind of have a, a, like, we're creating like a movement of medical practitioners who provide accurate medical information. So some of our patients are actually there. Uh, some of our clients are part of the group. So as mm. we treat them, they are also, there's continuity of care they, they're in the WhatsApp mm. group and the Facebook group and the in Telegram group, the Hafro Health community. Uh, we're together in a community where we share accurate me uh, medical information. They post uh, maybe fake news and then we verify it and, it, and we demystify mm. myths. And so we're really helping them. It's like holistic kind of care. So we just don't mm. end up testing you. Oh, we've tested for COVID. Oh, we've treated high, high blood pressure. We don't end there. So there's kind of continuity of care. You, we, we provide you with accurate medical information so that you don't get uh, these conspiracy theories in your head and then that are misleading. So we just make sure, uh, yeah, it's holistic care. Coming up after the break. Mm. Yes. Mm. So you find that. Um, so the, that's the challenge number one. Then number two is with with the team. So if you can't get like an accountant who is there to do um, maybe uh, bookkeeping records every single day, you have to mm. go back home exhausted to be the accountant, to be the medical person, to be the secretary, to be the customer care uh, person. Are you looking for a platform that connects an ecosystem of entrepreneurs, startups, investors, and talent? Sign up on myvillage.africa to grow your network, exchange ideas, and access work opportunities across Africa. We are back. You're listening to My Village Podcast with me today is Hilda Koryang, a clinician and founder of Afro Health Connect. So Hilda, what's your coverage? Kampala Metropolitan. So mm. we go to Wakiso yesterday. Two days ago, I was in Wakiso. And uh, Nansana, mm. that side, that is Wakiso. And then uh, yesterday, uh, okay, two day, three days ago, I think, Wakiso. And then yesterday, I was in uh, in Tebe, Ueza. So we're in Kampala Metropolitan. It's hard to say. Uh, we only want to uh, cover Kampala uh, alone. Mm. So yes. we try to cover Wakiso district as well so that and then mm. Mukono as well so we, we get patients from Seta uh Sunday Sunday I think is Mukono so uh, yeah Mukono yes Sunday is Mukono yeah so so we we cover Kampala Metropolitan because it's you cannot uh, you can't say no to a patient and you you're saying that uh, he, uh, uh we offer healthcare when you need it most at the comfort of your home 
And yet, if you mm. can get to Sunday, it's fine when you get there. Are your services affordable? There's a feeling among Ugandans that quality health care is for the middle class and wealthy. Yeah, it, it, they, are, they are actually affordable yeah, for, mm. for almost everyone. Because you find that uh, if someone is like in um, Namongo, down there, mm. and mm. maybe they want... Um, uh, maybe they want their blood pressure measured or they want uh, blood pressure meds. So you find that the, the the partnerships that we have kind of help us subsidize the the mm. the what the 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 cost. <clears throat> so you find mm. that this the, the person doesn't know they can get um they can get medicine from Chisugu for, for free. They don't know that. So mm-hmm. and then we we really help them make sure they can get uh, this and that for free from here and then, so it's kind of that's why we have Afro Health Connect like they connect beat uh, um, at the end because we really mm. connect you to healthcare providers so if you mm. can't afford and then we do kind of cross financing understand the middle we when we treat the middle class person or the upper class right mm. and then there's a person in namongo they benefit um uh I- indirectly because mm. the cost that that we incur to transport uh, to to go to like namongo to, to treat this person it has already been covered by someone the middle class person you understand so oh, if see. they can't afford transport, if they can't afford certain bills, we cannot say because it's a social enterprise, it's social impact, right? Mm. So those who cannot afford, we make sure, hey, Mulago is offering free CT. We are going to get you a slot for free. Can you get there? Yes. Border is 5K. Great. You see, mm. we just saved you 500,000 to go for CT at HK or another center. Because we know yes. where to get this service um, at affordable price, so that is uh, the the bit that we're really, really um, trying to develop more efficiently. Mm. Cross financing is the only way we can bridge the gap in healthcare. Because I see. yes, because there is a huge gap. The rich are really rich. The poor are really poor. So how can we mm. make sure everyone gets? quality health care as we wait for government to provide universal health care, right? Mm. So as we wait for government, the private sector can do that, can bridge the gap. So that's cross-financing is how we uh, how we can do it. Mm. Yeah, so the team also understands. Yeah. One of the things that hinders the growth of most businesses is money. How did you raise capital for starting and how are you keeping afloat financially in these tough times? So first of all, we're not we're not in a in a hurry to like set up um, like a, a a health facility that is like capital mm. intensive. So that that has really helped since it's a mobile um, healthcare. Mostly, uh, most of the cost is uh, covered by uh by you the, the client if i if if they're delivering medicine to you trans- yes. like the fee the transport fee is communicated like border is 5k then the border delivers mm-hmm. and you pay the border right so right and then we don't have like uh power water bills like 
Like I that. know. So, so when it <laughs> medical concierge, uh, when you start, it's like that. Like you don't, you don't really rush into getting um, a building that is going to. You're going to have utilities. You're going to have operating costs. You're going to have this and that. So that has really helped. So the, the so the first time we got uh, the social impact award, and then yes. we also got a senior. And a shine award, so that 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 kind of already kind of just within a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we've got wow. Uh, I think four awards by now. I think three. Imagine. Yeah. So, mm. so last year for 2020, we got uh, so we we were the winners for the social impact award uh, for Uganda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right now we are um, we are in the that Sina accelerator. Mm. So yeah, it's part of it's one of the enterprises uh, for this uh, graduating soon in August. Uh, the Sina Accelerator. It's supported by Innovation Village, actually. What contribution did the Social Innovation Accelerator make to your growth? Okay, so um, last year is it last year or the beginning of the year? So they mm. um, they communicated about the acceleration program. So the acceleration yes. program is an intense uh, six months program, and there is so much mm-hmm. to learn from it. So I was like, okay, let me jump in. And then uh, we've had two boot camps so far, and it's mm-hmm. been intense. They teach us everything from mm-hmm. financial forecasting, business planning, marketing, sales. Everything mm-hmm. is taught. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really really fantastic that's what every single um, startup or business should uh, should have that's a very good opportunity because mm. people just run a businesses uh, they just wake up someone wakes up quits their job that's something yes. that is like gambling eh? with life that's, so yes <laughs> so you need you kind of need to have the right tools to actually start and know how when to pivot very quickly so so some mm. such and such a thing is not working you have a mentor and you talk to the mentor like you know what this is not working what should i do mm. very very fast mm. you pivot because i think that is so important not getting stuck in something that doesn't work because uganda is like an, a very entrepreneurial country but people are very very entrepreneurial but mm. i think what they don't what they lack is the opportunities that uh, these hubs are offering like innovation village artbox sina all these other organizations because when yes. you jump in and then they guide you on how to actually do it then you are most likely going to succeed if you actually pay attention to everything and do things properly because you don't mm. just wake up quit everything and start um yeah it's a risk but it's also good to to risk the right way i don't know if that makes sense risk but yes, you stay sharp as you take the risk right yes it is sharp and <laughs> yeah because running a business is a huge risk you wake up one day and you think it's not working but you do it anyway mm. Mm-hmm. And then at some point you're like, oh, it's working actually. And then you're not sure, and you do it anyway. Mm. Yeah, but it it but you have to really be guided every step of the way. So Sina mm. uh, uh, 
uh, assigns mentors every single week we, we have someone who is following up how are you doing how are you how are your finances uh, um um are, do you um keep uh how is your document uh, your documentation because it's important for you to do this and this and then are you mm. compliant with ura when did you file annual returns mm. even if it's even mm. if you file a new return they need to know eh? <laughs> yes you know what's going on and then yeah so i think people need that kind of guidance even if it's slow there is you mm. reach a point when you take uh quantum leaps not baby steps anymore because you're kind of getting it right so mm. and then you can start jumping from step 1 to step 10 because you can handle the pressure and all the challenges through the experience mm. you've had so what challenges are you facing in delivering your service there's so many challenges so mm-hmm. um you find that uh moving around you know let me tell you something telemedicine is mm. hard not everyone does it because it's tough to move moving That's road true. medicine we call we call uh, my colleague and I call it road medicine you always <laughs> on the road <laughs> on the road so going to Tende <laughs> and then Chisasi to Lueza to Kansanga to Kawagala to Namungo and back home by the end of the day wow and you have mm. work to do yeah so we need to be able to move uh, faster and more efficiently from one place to another so now mm. now that borders are not allowed to move yeah remember mm-hmm. there's no safe border there's nothing unless yes it, so when you get a border is is always afraid to take you because is afraid of the is it 200k fine i don't know the fine so they're afraid yeah, i, I the don't fine. know the fine but i know they have a fine yeah <laughs> yes yeah, so, so during uh, this difficult period it's a bit uh, it's a bit it's not easy to move eh? so mm. because that is just how the motor works you have to, it's moving if you monitoring remotely this person says they have a temperature you have to go mm. and check their blood pressure you eventually have to see them physically right yes. so, and then you have to get to them wherever they are and then people really really like convenience eh? convenient healthcare people love it a lot of course. they love to be comfortable mm. at home and have a hospital mini hospital in their bedroom <laughs> then number two is with with the team so if you can't get like an accountant who is there to do um maybe uh, bookkeeping records every single day you have to mm. go back home exhausted to be the accountant to be the medical person to be the secretary to be oh. the customer care uh, person so and then oh. at the same time you want to minimize cost so you have to wear many hats at the beginning until mm. you either get really a, a, a lot of funding to finance like for a year the manpower yes. and then you mm. scale up first so otherwise to kind of prevent um make sure you keep running the cost has to mm. be low so to lower the cost you have to wear many hats and lastly how do you make time for yourself No. Uh, oh, when, oh, I really value self-care. I do. I do mm. get the time for sure. <laughs> so, I make mm. I make time. I make sure like if I don't want to talk on phone or chat, mm. I 
I take out time just for me and I just shut down like no thinking too hard nothing I take care of me mm. even if it's for a few hours and then I make yes. sure I really sleep my sleep is important because I have to I have to stay sharp the next day you can give yes. uh, three panadols instead of two or okay just uh, just <laughs> because, an example you can give uh, overdose and you, because you're tired so you have mm. to stay sharp if you're in the medical yeah in the healthcare industry so i do get mm. and I, i have to make time self-care is so important thank you very much hilda and to you our listener if you want to reach out to afro health connect you can get them on 0312-531-598 or you can contact them through email on hilda@otitahealth.com and from the innovation village This is my village podcast produced through the Next Wave program under the Young Africa Works strategy in partnership with the Mastercard Foundation and I'm your host Pauline Achanowing.